the goddamn song welcome to a fresh start with chaz rogers that's me uh on the music though is that beat not dope i'm never changing that beat i'm a, my funeral that beat's gonna be playing the entire time the entire time done by no other than kaz one music kaz uno the producer video music extraordinaire podcast for a hot nothing you're amazing, Kaz. Oh, and Kaz Uno on Facebook. Kaz Uno on Facebook? What are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter, too. What is Kaz it? Kaz One Music. You don't really do Instagram a whole lot, dude. Kaz is my uh, friend, producer. Um, man, just a talented dude. Great producer, man. You're talented, Kaz. You see a, a a white dude doing music and everybody gets it's like it's like when you go play basketball and there's like the white dude playing to pick up, right? <laughs> but he can always ball. He can always ball. That white dude can always ball. The white dude's now getting picked first. Cause you know if he's on that court, he 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 has to be able to play. I'm like, I'm always picking that dude. Cause at the very least, he's got a great jumper. At the very least, the white dude's always got that jump, right? Always. Always picking the white dude first from now on. That's gonna be me. Yeah, man, I got the uh, I got this guy. No matter what he looks like, he can look like George Costanza. I'm picking him first. That'd be the worst pick. My team would lose every time because I'm five seven. I suck. I can't ball like that. I can play a little. How about that? Welcome to uh, first. I mean, Kaz is gonna have our own conversation the entire time. Everybody's like, get to the goddamn point. Brings me to the goddamn point. We're talking about procrastination today, Kaz. Procrastination. Procrastination has been my enemy since birth. It, it, procrastination has been my enemy since the day. I was literally two weeks late. Like <laughs> That doesn't explain how my whole life was going to be set up. It, I, I, I hate procrastination. It hates me. We've been at wars for years. Any reason I've never done what I wanted to do, solely because I didn't feel like doing it. And I didn't have enough uh, mental... T- fortitude, toughness, willpower, whatever you want to throw it in there to get off my ass and do it. And I just suffered. That was it. You just, when you procrastinate, you just, oh, you suffer. It's a slow death, too. It's the slowest death. You just see your whole life slowly pass in front of you. This has got to be the worst thing. I don't want to die a death of procrastination. That sounds awful, doesn't it? That's like when you're laying in your deathbed and you just think about all the things I could have done had I just got off my ass one time. So today we're going to talk about, man, this is, this is, this is such a, it's so much in procrastination. It's a long podcast, uh, It's a long podcast, man. This might be a three-hour podcast, <laughs> barely on procrastination. I know, I know people already get, like, they see the time on it, they're like, I'm not listening to this shit for that long. Uh... You know, there there are so I've done so when I started my journey of putting my life back together, a fresh start. Huh? Huh? Get it? All right. All right. When I started this journey, I knew procrastination was my number one enemy. It's always been my number one enemy. Uh from man, I'm telling you, from school, I didn't ever want to do my homework. I wanted to go play video games. It's 
procrastination is, is just think instant gratification. That's what procrastination is. Like we we put this name on it, like it's a goddamn villain. I hate I. Oh, procrastination was a person. See me in the streets, procrastination. See me in these streets. Oh, you got it coming to you. You ruined my life. You dirty, dirty bitch. You ruined my life. You took half of everything. You took my kids. Let me see my kids, procrastination. Uh, procrastination ruined everything. Uh, when I, I didn't do homework, man. I always had bad grades. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, the only time I beat I beat procrastination once ever in my life, well, until you know in the last couple uh, years, but it was only my senior year of football, and I was playing. I had these surgeries, and I was out of shape, and I had to play JV my junior year. My brother was a big he was he was like the one of the stars on the on our football team, and I didn't want to be Keith's little brother. I was not about to be Keith's little brother who sits on a bench. I was like, no, that is not happening. And I got my ass up. I went to the weight room every single day. Every single day I was in there working, doing drills. It was like the most amazing. It's still the most amazing thing I've, I've accomplished. And by the time we went, to, by the time we went to training camp, I remember I was uh, on. I wasn't even on the third string defense. I wasn't called. I was like on scout defense. And then by the time we left, I was on a starting defense. I was like, I am not leaving here without being on that starting defense. And uh, I was aggressive. I was a dick. <laughs> I was hard nose. I was playing nose tackle. I'm five seven. I was five seven, one eighty as a nose tackle. You know how aggressive you have to be to be a nose. If anybody doesn't know the nose tackle is right over the center in football, and uh, you you get double teamed the entire game, and that's kind of the goal. And you got to be a pain in the ass to be a nose tackle. And I was great. If I had I been six anything, <laughs> I'd have been way better, way more effective. Uh, but you couldn't beat my speed and power and tenacity, baby. Tenacity. Which brings me to my point, man. Um, my biggest reason for getting up and going to the gym was I, w- I was so motivated because I not only wanted to play, um, I didn't want to be forgotten. You know? And for me. It was for me. No more, I'm not in no football school legend books. <laughs> I had 16 tackles, three sacks. I didn't break any records that year. Yeah, I remember my stats from 2003. You're damn right I do. Uh, I didn't break any records by any means, but it meant so much to me to be a starter on that football team. And I wasn't going to let anything stop me. And when I think about why we procrastinate nowadays, it's because your why is trash. Why ever the reason you want to do something is not strong enough. Your why is trash. The why is the biggest thing. Most people are already motivated to do something. It's not enough. Motivation isn't enough. Inspiration isn't enough. Inspiration's a spark. Motivation is fuel, right? But it takes way more. If 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 this thing is a car, uh, the why is the maintenance. That's the oil. That's the engine check. That's that's everything that f- runs through the engine would be the why. That makes sense, doesn't it? The why. I think it makes sense. Uh, so you have to understand, man, why you want something. How is it going to affect your life? How is it going to affect your life today, tomorrow, a week from now, a month from now, months from now, a year from now? And who is it going to affect? If your why isn't you, and if it isn't who, it's got to be something. You have to want to do something for a certain reason. 
Motivation is great, man. You can read as many motivational quotes as you want. I did. It didn't get me off my ass. <laughs> it didn't want. Now, I never read a quote and was like, whoa, let me get up and go to the gym. I, that never happened. Not once. I just read more motivational quotes under the bed, <laughs> under the blankets. That's all that happened. I just got more reading done under the blanket. Not one time was I so inspired by a quote that I got up and did something that I wanted to do. Never happened. I guarantee you, not one time. I would tell myself, yeah. And then I would be like, but tomorrow we're going to start. Or I would tell myself, yeah, uh, on the first of the month, oh, we're going to change the game. Or other bullshit. We tell it right after Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> I'm going to start this diet. We tell ourselves so much BS and we never follow through. You're just lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Cut it out. Nobody likes a dirty, stinking liar. You got to have a real methodical reason why. You know, me losing weight was because I want to enjoy a nice, long life. And I've seen my family. I watched my grandmother die of diabetes and wither away. I watched her as a 5'10", strong black woman, wither to a... She she was so short when she died. She was so hunched over. Her skin skin literally looked like dying leaves. I watched my grandmother wither away from diabetes, from not taking care of what you eat, kidney failure. I I told my mom, I was like, you're not putting me through that. I'm not going through that. I'm not watching somebody wither away ever again. And I was like, I would never put somebody through that. It's, it's one thing if something's like cancer or something you can't help. I can help that. I can help diabetes. You can help that. Don't be a selfish asshole eating some fries so somebody can watch you wither away. Your why has to be huge. That's, that was a huge why for me. I, you know, I saw how everybody was affected. Um, and it was just health. And they, yeah, that wasn't the first time my grandma hurt. She just stopped eating bad. You know, she's from that old school era of like, ah, this fried chicken's good. <laughs> Which fried chicken's delicious. It's just an obnoxious slurp. <laughs> uh, so you, you got to have a big why. I'm a comedian. I do stand up, blah, blah, blah. I tell jokes, blah, blah, blah. I have a great time. Um, I couldn't ever see myself doing something else. I've worked many a jobs. I've been fired from many a jobs, and they all fell in comparison of me getting on a stage and feeling the energy of a crowd. I said, I can never, ever in my life do anything but this. So how much work is it going to take for me to do this? And I had to catch up to the work. You're right? The work is the work. is The work The work is never going to change. If, if, if you have to uh, dig this certain amount of coal by a certain amount of time, that's, that's the regimen. If you don't do it, you get fired. You don't make it, blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is, that's the certain amount of work it takes to make a career, keep a job, whatever, right? Everybody has sales goals, whatever it is. You have to meet this minimum requirement. Um, And I know doing a minimum amount of work is going to get me a minimum amount of results, right? You you get out what you put in, okay? You put in 100 hours a week, you're going to get the results. Uh, You put out eight hours of effort, you're going to get the results. You put bad shit into your body, you're going to get that result. Same thing. This isn't about a diet right now, but it's the, it's the, your, whatever your motivation is for whatever you're doing, your why has to be strong. So tie your why uh, with something that you love and doing and make it bigger than you because we'll kill ourselves and be happy going down. 
We will enjoy double bacon cheeseburgers all the way to hell. We were like, no doubt. We will do it. We will we will eat uh I think was it KFC had a piece of fried chicken as the bread? They had like do you remember <laughs> they had like I forgot what the sandwich was called, but it was it was one piece of chicken was the bread. Uh bacon, cheese, blah, 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 and another piece of chicken was the other piece of bread. Was it called the Baconator? And uh hey, I had one. <laughs> Shit was amazing. I was also 275 at 28. So, you know, 275, 5'7, 275 at age 28. So, how much longer was I going to last doing that, right? How much longer was I going to last eating like that? We will, we will. You have to do it for somebody else sometimes, you know, and whether you have you, um, your parents, kids, grandparents, whatever it is, whatever your reason is, the world. You wanna you wanna give because it's a, a calling. Whatever it is, you gotta find out what your reason why is, man. And I have more than one. You know, a, a lot of me doing my work now. My my weight loss didn't come from me. That was for my family. That was for it. So so nobody struggles carrying my heavy casket out <laughs> the funeral. Right? I don't want anybody struggling carrying my fat ass down some steps out the, out the funeral home. I want to be the easiest, even if it wrote, I want to be the easiest care. Oh, Chaz was light as shit. 180 pound Chaz is way better than 280 pound Chaz, you know? That's, that's trying to be light. Uh, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want people coming visiting me in the hospital for long, drawn out times. I was like, my death is going to be smooth as ice, baby. It's going to be smooth as ice. Uh, so have a good wife. My wife for pushing so hard doing stand-up is different my why for doing this podcast is different you know your why is a big reason why we do things my why for doing a podcast is because i know somebody feels stuck i know how it feels to be there i know what it feels to want to scream inside your own body but no one's gonna hear you it's a slow torture and all i want to do is show somebody some light you're not buried alive grab my hand baby we get we'll get through this together that's my why. So your why is going to change. It has to be something, and it has to be huge. It has to be something that mm, it, it moves you to the point of you're almost going to cry because you can't control your emotions and how you feel about that. Now, here's what happens when you have a why. Your why can be strong, and you'll still sit on your ass. How many times I've had this desire, this energy inside of me, but I did not get up. I felt tied down. I felt like I had so much weight on me. Whatever it was, get up and go to the gym. It was got to go st- do stand up. It was it was go out to uh, uh, write. I was like, just write two pages. Just write a page. I felt so confined and shackled in my own body. I would not get out of bed, and I sat there and I cried like a little biatch because I couldn't get myself up. When I know it's not that hard, it's never going to be that bad. Once you start getting into something, once you go, it's never that bad. Once you hit the gym, you're like, ah, it's not that bad. Going is so hard for a lot of people, and it was so hard for me. I really felt like procrastination was a disease for me. I felt like I had procrastination. I was like, I caught this shit. Who did I catch this shit from? I have procrastination? How do you have procrastination? Most people procrastinate. I had it. (laughs) <laughs> that shit was in my soul, in my white blood cells attacking. I had procrastination. It affected every single thing I did. Now, what's crazy 
What's crazy is that when I had to go do something, I would go do it. When I had to go clock in, when I had to wake up at four in the morning to go to a job, I would do that. Something for somebody else. I mean, definitely for me, it's for money, right? To, to a job. But it wasn't in my heart's desire, but I would get up to an obligation, but I wouldn't do that for me. Why? I couldn't figure out why I would go wake up at 4 a.m. after a long night of working for somebody else's dream, somebody else's job, and not put in that same work and effort for me. In whatever realm, I could not figure it out. It's, it's such a horrible feeling to lay in your bed, to want to start your day, to have all these ambitions and all these thoughts, and you can see it in your mind and you can't get out of bed. I really felt like I had some kind of depression disease. And I do not take depression lightly. I would never say I was depressed. Never, ever will I ever say I was depressed. I just had procrastination. To me, it was a condition that should be studied in books. I was like, how come there's not a whole uh, fucking science department dedicated to cancer and procrastination? What's the funding for the procrastination research? That was my thing. That's what I was struggling with. But everybody's like, you're lazy. People call you lazy. I would work 70 hours a week at jobs where people call you lazy. Isn't that crazy? People love to call you lazy for whatever reason. It's nuts, man. People, it's not about being lazy. And sometimes there's some things in you. And the other time, we have really bad habits. We have really, really bad habits. How many people wake up and they scroll through your phone when you wake up? You'll sit in your bed. You'll turn off your phone alarm. Sit in your bed and scroll until another alarm rings. Instead of just getting up and starting your day. We have really bad habits. You can't let your mornings get away. Building, building good habits is, is, is going to be the best thing that you ever do for your procrastination. And it takes time. It takes work. Uh, it takes maximum effort when you're a chronic procrastinator to build one good habit. But you only have to start with one good habit. That's all it takes. For me, it was waking up at the same time every single day. I was like, what's the easiest thing I can do to build a, a, a habit, a ritual? And I was like, I'm going to set my alarm for 7 a.m. And at first, I'd wake up, turn it off, wake up, turn it off. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy an alarm clock. Yeah, that'll show me. I'm going to buy an alarm clock and put it on the other side of the room. And I was like, yeah, I got you now, sucker. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would get up. I unplugged that bitch and ran right back to the bed. I was like, I am not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not waking up at this time. It was so hard for me to wake up, get out of the bed, especially if I had nothing to do but service myself. That's crazy. I had all these things I wanted to do. I had a list of stuff I wanted to do, and I would not do anything until like 10 a.m. I would let three hours get away to just be a lazy bum. But I had such bad habits. So the good thing about a habit is that it hits this point. So inside your frontal cortex, cerebral cortex, which is in the front part of your brain right here, if uh, you guys are watching, uh, there's what's called a reticular activating system. You ever heard of this, Kaz? Reticular activating system. Reticular activating system is pretty much like cruise control. All right? It's pretty much what your body does automatically. It's part of your blinking. It's part of your breathing. Um, And like driving home, Right? A lot of people, you have the same route you take home. You don't think about it. 
right? You hop in a car, you just go. You're like, oh shit, I'm here already. All right, you just go. You can do you can do a thousand things on your way home. I can juggle. I can eat whatever. I can do a million things on my way home, and I know the way. Like you don't really have to think about it. You know, um, that's your reticular activating system, and it makes habit building possible. It makes routines possible. And the best thing about having a routine, a habit, is that it becomes automatic. And once you build a habit, you never have to think about it again. Then you're done. Now you have this in your blood. You ever have this thing where you wake up at the same time every day? And if you forget to set your alarm, you still wake up at the same time? Because your body's programmed. Your body's a system. And learning how to hack that system is the key. You have to, me, I was just like, it's got to beat myself over the head. I don't learn like that. I, I'm just the way people learn. I learn like a dumb. You have to tell me something 12 times. Then I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is reticular activating system. I have to, I've learned like a freaking three-year-old. You got to slap my hand no a thousand times, uh, <laughs> which sucks. That's the way I learn. So building a good habit. Do one thing. Don't. Like, I, I would do this. I was like, right, I'm going to wake up at 7. I'm going to make breakfast. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to have lunch. I would do, I would have this whole thing, and, like, I struggle on one. So that brings me to my thought on willpower, right? Um, there are so many studies, on, and I'm going to give you guys a ton of books um, after this. Not a ton. I really like a good five or six books um, that are going to give you insight on all these studies, habits, ideas, um, find what works for you to fight procrastination. I found a system uh, that works for me. That's worked for me. And it's really about knowing what you're getting yourself into, what you're battling. So willpower is this little thing that God gave you, right, that makes you will yourself up. You get yourself up. You can have this, you have this power inside of you to do whatever you want when you want to do it. Right, whether you're excited about it or not. Now, the thing no one tells you about willpower, and this is like all these studies say so, is that there's a finite amount of willpower that you have. A lot of it's based on rest. A lot of it's based on glucose, your sugar intake, your if you're fed, your happiness, your emotions, what which you tie into whatever you're doing. There's a lot of things that affect your willpower, but there's a limited amount that you're given throughout the day to use at one certain point. Uh, knowing this really made me sad at first because I thought you can just have this infinite amount of willpower and you can just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, but if you have bad habits and you procrastinate, your willpower ain't shit. Your willpower is, is and that's why it's so hard for you to get up and do something because your willpower is weak, bro. It is weak, sis. Your willpower is low. I, I basically had zero willpower. I had to will some willpower. I prayed for willpower. I had <laughs> like the the smallest. I was like, "Yeah, all you got to do is stand up. Just stand up out of bed. Just don't have to go anywhere. You can get right back in. Please just stand up, Chaz. Please get up and stand up. Please, God, please. That's how low my willpower was. And and I I wish I was lying to you guys and making that up. I begged myself to just get out of bed and did not. And then I would sit there and cry like a little biatch because I didn't have what it takes to do anything. And I felt like a prisoner of my own body and I couldn't figure out why. 
man, it's because I've spent a long time being comfortable, baby. I've had a good, comfortable life. It's why you see people who can push a little longer. They've had to. Or they were trained to as a child. It doesn't come out of nowhere. Willpower doesn't, the good habits, willpower doesn't, nobody just, it's not a light switch that you just turn on. I promise you it's not. There's behaviors and there's these things inside of people that they've had since they were a kid, for whatever reason, if it was, if it was given to them by the parents, if it was for survival. Building good habits is a thing that you, you if you're a parent, do that shit with your children now. Teach them way, good habits right now, good performing quality habits. So you don't end up a bum like me. Not that my parents didn't try, but it was no pressure. It was like, hey, man, you go to college, you blah, 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 and better life is good. I've had it way too easy. I didn't realize how spoiled I was until I became an adult. And I was like, this shit is hard? <laughs> I was like, life is hard. I didn't know this shit was this hard. No one told you life is this hard. I thought high school was as hard as it gets. No. High school was easy as hell. Life is hard. <laughs> it's challenging, but it's fun <laughs> at the same time. So, I put all my willpower, all that I could muster, into one thing. And it was waking up at 7 a.m. every single day. And even now, depending on my schedule now, it's a little different because I'm out late a lot of nights. And you need sleep. Guarantee you. So, adjust accordingly. Um, But that was my one goal, was to wake up at the same time every day. And now my body will do it. I don't even set my alarm anymore. I really don't. I haven't set an alarm clock in a long time. Unless I really got to be up early for something. But my body, at the very latest, is 7.30 and I'm up. Unless I've been out way too late. But even like last night, I'm, I'm, I'm up late every night and I'm up. I'm up at 3 a.m. and I'm up at 7.30 every night. And I don't feel tired. That's a th- <sighs> Let me finish this first before we get to the next one. <laughs> Put, pick something. So after I got up every day, at the same time, which took me a long time. It didn't happen in a week. That whole, what is it, what is it 21 days makes a habit? Is that the, it's a myth, all right? The, the real number is approximately 66 days, right? No one tells you that shit, right? You have to have long, everything's a long-term plan. My life goal plan is five years from now. Everything that I want is five, it's not like in a year I'll be here. It's five years from now. That's a real, uh, I want to say allocated number. <laughs> I feel like I just make up words that sound right. That's a real allocated number. That might be right. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a real calculated number. It's a, it's, it's a, uh, it was where I, I think I'd be where I want to be in it's five years. That's my next realistic goal is in five years. I, I got little things. I, I don't have goals. Like a year from now, all I have is steps. All I have is steps that I need to do every single day that would get me here in five years. It's about a habit, a ritual, a routine. You need, and hopefully, a morning, if you can, a nightly routine. You need to take 15 minutes for yourself and do something good for you. After I managed to get out of bed, um, the next thing was to meditate for 10 minutes. And I think I talked about meditating on the last podcast or whatever order this might be. You can check that out. Um, uh, Meditation, man, was... A moment of clarity. It's a moment by yourself to clear your mind, to set your task. It's a moment just for you by yourself. In and out, baby. It's so relaxing. It's so soothing. And you need that focus. It's a focus indicator. That doesn't sound right. It's a focus tool. Oh, that sounds better. Meditation is a focus tool. Yeah, there we go. 
And I use it as that. And it took me so long. First of all, I fought meditation. <laughs> I fought it off. I couldn't do it either. I was thinking about the ninjas and cartoons in the first six seconds. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes because I'm a child. Uh, I got better at it, though. And you get better. But it takes, it's, oh, man. It's, yeah. And then you wind up, you can do it anywhere. When you're stressed somewhere, you just go in the bathroom, sit on the toilet. I mean, hey, you got to breathe in that shit, but whatever. It's a moment. I know, it stinks. It is a moment for you. Wherever you need to go, go to your car, take a moment. Before you go somewhere stressful, take a moment, clear it out, bro. That's all it is. It's, it's clarity. That's what it is for me. I'm sure at some super Buddha level, uh, you're one with the universe and I can see through somebody else's eyes or something like that. I don't know. I haven't been there yet. I'm definitely trying to. That sounds amazing. If I can see what Cass sees right now, oh, that'd be dope. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so use your willpower like a bullet, okay? Not a shotgun. How about like a sniper bullet? There you go. Use your willpower. Focus it in one place until you make that a habit. And you have to set up everything around you to make that into a habit. So let's say, for example, you want to set your alarm for 7 a.m. Right? And this is me with, I don't have to be up at 7, all right? Really, I don't have anywhere to be. I do it for me. Some people get up way earlier. I'm sorry. Everybody does that. Everybody knows, like, you got to get up early. You're like, oh, I got to get up at 7. Some like, I got to get up at 4. Like, it's not a goddamn competition. <laughs> I'm not competing with you. Who has to get up early? Seven's earlier shit to me. When you're up to 2 or 3, it's early. All right? So get off my back. I'm sorry you got to be at work so early. Switch shifts with somebody. Uh, so when I had to set my alarm for 7... I had, like I said, the, alarm, the phone, leaving it by the phone didn't work. I had to leave my phone in another room. Like, I could not have it with me in the morning and get up and not scroll. I had to. Like, that's how bad I was. I was like, but you have to set yourself up for victory also. You got to do that stuff while you motivated. You know, you got to go buy an alarm clock. You're like, I'm going to go buy an alarm clock. There's times you're going to have spurts of motivation. Go do that right now. You're gonna have, you gotta do it right now because it'll, it'll pass. But you gotta have those, you'll, you'll get those. You'll have those moments, man. You'll do a ton of work at once and then you won't touch it again for a while. I've, I've done that plenty of times. I'm so motivated. Bah, 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 bah. Got a thousand things done. Three days, I ain't do shit. I'm like, I gotta get back to, man, how did I do that that day? How did I do it? That's why you gotta build habits. So you can, every day, you, get, you take a step closer to your goal. Because it's going, it's getting further. Every day you don't step closer, it gets further. It really does. I don't know what to compare that to. But every time you let your shit go and you don't work on it every day. Kaz Uno! Hey! Every day you don't work on it, it gets further from you. So be assertive and be aggressive towards your goals. And take a step to it. You is is so imperative. So use your willpower like a sniper bullet, not like a shotgun. You're not going to go blast everything and get it all at once. Pew. One thing. Pew. Hit your target every day. Pew. Use all your willpower. Pew. Hit your target. Once you have a habit, pew. aim that thing somewhere else. And then your willpower will increase. That's how it works. You can build willpower. How do you know, Chaz? I don't know. I read it in a book. I practiced it and I tried it and I improved. My focus improved. My, <laughs> my, my whole life improved. That's one great tool to battle procrastination is building your habits 
with one willpower bullet at a time. It takes time. Don't be impatient. You gotta have you gotta have patience. You gotta understand. My this is what I told myself, anyways. I said, Chaz, your brain is broken. <laughs> your brain is broken. You have a broken brain. For whatever reason, your brain is broken. And I have to fix it. And it takes time. And I broke a leg before. Uh, it took me four or five months till it was fully healed, trying to go uh, fully to go full contact again in sports. It it takes time. It, it's harder with the mental stuff. It's way harder with the mental stuff than a bone. Your body heals that automatically. How <laughs> many people will be cured of depression if they had to just wait it out and let your body mend itself? It takes time. So be patient with yourself. Understand that 21 days ain't shit. You're more looking at 66 days. So you're not trying to do something with the goal of improving something until at least two months and you're aiming too high. Give yourself that patience. Give yourself that gift. Like, this is going to take time, buddy. We just got to keep getting at it and go right back to it. That's why I say you focus all your willpower in one place because it will build. And whatever it is that you feel like is the most important thing to build off of, do that. Like I said, I started with one and to, to, to meditating. And those have been the two biggest things because they start off my day right every day. Which starts off my morning routine. Which starts off your ritual. Which you need. Don't wake up in chaos. You don't wake up in chaos. That, that's so stressful already. The alarm goes off and it's instant chaos. And you're late. And you're running around. And especially, I don't have kids. I don't have kids or a spouse. And it's chaos. <laughs> I can imagine. You need some order. And you need a moment for you. Get it early. Because uh, usually once you start going inside the day, there's no time. You're never going to, you never, you can't recoup that time. You're on demand. For some, we're in the world now, we're on demand all the time. Everybody wants your time. You got to protect your time. I, I get my time early before people start sending out emails and phone calls. Get, get it for yourself. You got to. Uh, so use your willpower. In that same sense, you have to learn to manage your energy. I don't manage time anymore. I manage my energy. I will never tell you anything about time management. I don't care about time management. You do something to as much time as it takes until you got to go do something else. Whatever. If I only have an hour for this, I only have an hour for this. I don't call it time management. I look at my energy level. Your energy level is so much more important than your time. If, when you're focused and your energy is right, I can get way more work done in an hour than in three. Way more. I've wasted so much time being tired, unfocused, sitting there for hours trying to write like, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> sitting there whining, looking up other stuff. <laughs> I'm going to start scrolling on Instagram, watching YouTube videos. I'll start off watching an inspirational YouTube video and wind up watching cats playing pianos. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, woo, we sat here and did all that work. We sat here for three hours. Great job. Everybody gets a pat on the back. Is uh, you gotta you gotta manage your energy. I know how much focus I have in me now, and I'm only because I've been doing it. I know I can sit down no more than two hours. Can I sit down and do one project, and then I start going like, all right, and I get distracted. And I know once I can't go back, I'm done, which is fine. And so you don't have to sit somewhere for five hours. And I'm and I'm not talking if you're at a job. If you're at a job, and you got to do something. Do whatever you got to do to keep your job. 
I am not trying to get you fired right here. I'm talking about when you're trying to build something outside of that for you. You know? I, I've had to do multiple day jobs and chase my dreams. So I understand. And I understand being tired. That's why it's important to manage your energy, which is important to manage your health. So manage your energy. You know, I really way more now watch what I eat when I eat. When you eat is, is almost as important as what you eat. And it, it kind of just goes on by with knowing yourself and knowing um, how your body works. You know, there, there was a book I read that this is what helped me lose all this weight called The Obesity Code. And The Obesity Code was talking about how our bodies are way more hormonal than genetic. Way more on hormones. It's how your body operates. What kind of foods your body processes better. I learned that my body doesn't process uh, corn, rice, and potatoes well. The high starches. But some people do. You know, uh, It's a lot of people's diets who are in great shape or a lot of rice. I do not. I, I gain weight immediately. <laughs> and that's all from just from tracking. That's all just from paying attention. You know, I look at it. I weigh myself every single day because uh, I feel like I need to because I let it get out of control before because I didn't weigh myself for years. But I was like, you know what? Every day I'm, I'm on it. If I get a little, little way, I'll be like, all right, man, you got you to gotta go take care of this. <laughs> so I do. There's, there's things, man, people tell you don't weigh yourself. People do. Do, do. do what's best for you. Do what you think works for you on a consistent basis. That's the only way to do it. Man, I'm sorry about all the technical difficulties. My fault. Uh, I was trying to do this from my phone to give you guys the video, and my phone died. So, sorry. And good old Kaz was trying to help me out. So, Who doesn't love a good coffee slurp in the middle of a podcast? Uh, so anyways, I was talking about managing your energy. I know to you guys, it was just like a flash and like you're right back, right? <laughs> the magic of podcastery. That's a word. Uh, so managing your energy. You know, what you eat, when you eat, are probably almost equally as important. Um, of course, what you eat is more important. Uh, what you put in your body. And I didn't realize that until uh, recently that, you know, your energy level definitely does change depending on what goes inside. And I can feel it. You can feel the difference usually immediately. I'll feel it like within the next days. Um, So I read this book called The Obesity Code and The Obesity Code breaks down different body types. And it really just gives me um, a lesson that's closer to your body type on what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, and things, the best things to try to avoid for your body type, which is dope. And in the book, he was saying how your body is way more hormonal than genetic. So, of course, your genes definitely have uh, uh, an effect on your hormone, hormones, but everybody's different. And your chemistry makeup is different. And what we take in uh, from me to you is different and how our body processes that. And the whole idea of having a higher metabolism is nothing that you can help. Some people have lower metabolisms. People have higher metabolisms. There are ways to help burn or get a higher metabolism if you if you need to. Um, but if you're really interested and you really want to learn every secret of how I lost, what, 70 pounds uh, in like five months <laughs> uh, without having to go to the gym and breaking my neck every day because I did not. I hardly worked out during this time. I read the obesity code, and it's just about what your body does with food, the science of 
what happens when you open your mouth and you put food in and what your body does to it, what goes where, how it works. Like it was information is everything. Information is everything. The more you understand something, you can you can you can beat it. You can learn how to hack the system once you understand how the system works. And that's everything. And is and is everything in this podcast that I'm talking about, whether it's the I've I've done a whole podcast already on uh losing on weight loss on my journey on um, that and it, it gets way more in detail. So you guys can check that out. Um but managing your energy and I, and I didn't understand what that meant at first. You know, I'm just like, well, so am I supposed to just sleep for five hours and all of a sudden like bam, you boost. But it's it's really picking your spots, man. You're gonna have days where you feel more active or times of the day where you feel more active than others. And you're just going to try to build your life around those schedules. I know when I start feeling tired, it's around 3 p.m. I can't do nothing past 3 p.m. I'm useless. <laughs> if it's 3 p.m., I'm, a, I'm useless. I, I can't help you at all. It's when I get tired, and that's when I go eat. When it's 3 p.m., I go eat food. I go re-up on my glucose. I go re-up on my calories. I go re-up on my energy. I'll rest. Man, and there's so much science now about how important rest is. Rest is important. Now, all this team no sleep. Sleep, but now I'm dead. You'll be dead way sooner. <laughs> You'll be team sleep forever uh, if you don't get rest. And what do I mean by rest? I don't necessarily mean sleep. I don't necessarily mean sleep. I mean resting your mind, resetting your body, uh, letting your endorphins come back, doing something fun. Right? I think they're endorphins. <laughs> I don't know if endorphins are sexual only. You guys know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. This is what I like about this podcast. That I'm no scientist. I'm no genius. I'm an idiot who uh, knows a little something from experience and doing this stuff a little longer of five years of trial and error. So if my words are wrong, excuse me. I'm no way. A, I just read a bunch of stuff that doctors write repeatedly over and over again. I read everything, all these, these major successful businessmen. I read what they write, and I apply it to my life. And that's another thing. If you read something, apply it. Apply it. Don't just read something and let it go out one ear out the other. Apply it and practice it. That's the other key is applying things to your life. Sorry about the horns. I don't know what's going on outside. Uh, it's usually how a shootout begins <laughs> over there. But, hey, even if a shootout does happen, we'll be right here. Um, so, so managing your energy. I didn't really understand what that meant at the time. Um, but I do understand how your body works and how to respond and listen to your body and attack at the times when you feel most alive. I'm a night guy. I'm a night guy. I've always been because of the stand up. I'm way more active and alert. Man, once it's like eight to nine and beyond to two in the morning, I'm very active. It's hard for me to sleep. That's when my mind is going the most. So instead of trying to fight that and I try to get myself a bedtime at midnight. You know, it just it doesn't happen. I don't sleep at that time unless I'm really exhausted. It just doesn't happen. And I'm like, even now, like, I used to take naps at three. I don't take naps anymore. Like my body is so used to burning good, efficient fuel that I don't need that much sleep like that. And I'm not saying don't go get sleep. Um, try to sleep at least five. I'll say six, whatever you need. I try to get five in. You know, that's a good day, I think, five to six. But it depends on also how your body operates. Some people need way more sleep. Some people need eight hours. I've never been a person who needed a lot of sleep, and that's just me. 
you know, so you have to manage your energy and your time efficient, you know, I mean, differently, not more efficiently. Well, yeah, more efficiently, but also differently. So you really got to be in tune with you. You really got to be in tune with um, how you operate when you're most effective. And it takes time to, to learn that, but track it. Do that. Do that work. Because that's that's all this. All this is is about experimenting and doing stuff that's going to help you be better. So don't be afraid to do that work. See, and, and all you're doing is seeing how you feel at this certain time. I'm great between 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. I'm great between, you know, whatever. Lunch, I like work during my lunch break. Then work during your lunch break. You know? But there's certain times where I feel grumpy, 3 p.m. I don't like dealing with people at 3 p.m. Traffic starts getting bad. Kids got to school. Everything gets loud. I'm an old man already. <laughs> 3 p.m., I'm like, man, the world's coming alive. People getting off work. I hate 3 p.m. And that's when I start to shut down mentally. So, when I say rest... I, you can go take a nap. I don't necessarily mean that. I'll go play video games. I will go play Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I will go play uh, uh, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. I will go play whatever game just puts my mind. Um, just I get a dopamine influx, right? Mm, give me that dopamine, baby. Give me that dopamine to the veins. I'll go do something that lights up other areas of my uh, electrons in my brain or my neurons or whatever it is. Whatever, you know, science, well, maybe. I'll go do other stuff that makes me feel alive, that I enjoy, that makes me feel alert. That's not necessarily work. You know, but keeping your mind mentally active, keeping your mind into something that's fun, energetic, you feel like you're enjoying yourself. You have to have fun and enjoy your day. You need to have fun daily. You need to laugh daily. You have to. People who laugh Live longer. And my job is to deliver them jokes, baby. So come see me to not die. You come see me to not forget the doctor. Come see me to not die. So rest. Get your rest on. Recharge. Um, eat. Eat something good. <laughs> Something nutritious that's good for you. All right. I didn't say go eat a burger. That's it. Eat. Eat something that's going to fuel your body for the next push of the day. Because you got, I break my day up in segments. I go, uh, this is happening between 7 to 12, from 12 to 3, from 3 to 8, and from 8 to beyond to 2. Then I'm back up at that's seven, 7.30. Close enough. 7-ish, 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 7-ish. By the way, 7-ish is anywhere between 7 and 7.59. I just want everybody to know. Everybody needs to know that. It's not 7.15, 7.20, 7.10.7-ish is anywhere that was within 7. 7 to 7.59. If you're not going to be there within 59 minutes, it's 8, 8-ish. All right? <laughs> and that's why I'm late all the time. Because I really, truly believe that. <laughs> so don't tell me seven-ish. You have to tell me six-ish if you want me to be there by seven. All right? So just lie to me. I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, yes, willpower, managing energy. Right? Talked about that. Uh, resting. And, 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 and the thing about resting, too, man, is like hydrate. Man, drink water. Drink water. I don't care if you don't like the taste of water. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. I don't like water. What? You don't like the life source of humanity. 
Your body is 70% water. Your body loves water. You can hate the taste of your body needs water. Drink water. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that. I feel like I should have to tell you people to go drink water. Drink water. Drink a lot. Look, I'm show you mine. I do this. I do this a day. What time is it? Uh, I'm a, what time are we at right now? It's 141. I'm, I'm almost halfway. I'm about halfway done with a whole gallon. Drink water. Look at the skin. Huh? Oh, except for you know, blemish. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, for those who can see me. Man, come watch me. It's fun. I feel like you guys are here with me when it, when... <laughs> When it's on video, I feel closer and connected to you. I feel like I'm I'm talking to you. So come watch me. Uh, give your body what it needs, man, and go see a nutritionist. Do yourself a favor, and most health most health plans will cover a uh, at least for the majority to see a nutritionist. I did it, and it changes your life. The doctor's gonna be like, "Yo, this is what your body needs," and read books on it. Like I said, the obesity code is a great resource. And it changed how I did everything. So, hydrate. All right? <laughs> vitamins. Take vitamins. Multiple. Leave them next to your toothbrush in the morning. So, you brush your teeth, take a vitamin, whatever. All right? Don't forget. It's, it's, your health is so important, guys. It's so important. Um, I want, all right. So, here's the thing about... The books I want to tell you about. Um, here's are the resources that I learned. Um, all this stuff. And, and like I said, you're going to find a system that works. But you can't stop trying. As much as it sucks, as much as you feel like you're wasting time, you're not. You're building. And you're growing. And you're getting better. You have to try, though. You have to try. You have to actively try. You have to actively tell yourself, actively tell yourself, I want to get better to not procrastinate. I want to get better at building habits. I want to get better increasing my willpower. I want to get better in whatever field you do. You have to have this conversation with yourself. And you and yourself have to agree. And then you and yourself have to make a game plan. You have to make a game plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do this thing every day until this is no longer something that I feel like I can't do. And we make it a habit. And then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to conquer that. You're just conquering self. Okay? You have to be mentally tough. And that's what you're doing. You're building mental toughness. Every day you try something new. Every day you try to start, you're building mental toughness, which is building your willpower. Every single day, you're building your focus, you're building your confidence, you're building your self-esteem. Those are everything, all those things beat willpower. I mean, beat procrastination. You need those things. So here's the books that I read. And I suggest you guys do your own research. Don't just, because I'm not going to tell you anything that's in these books. Because <laughs> I hate... When people want shortcuts. Like, I'm here to lead you in the right direction. And depending on your own inspiration and motivation, you're going to go get it yourself. And I hope to God that you do. I really do. I really do. But I can't just give it to you because uh, you'll never want it bad enough to work hard for it. And that's really true. No one gave me any of this. I just went seeking knowledge because I knew if anything is going to hold me back in my life, it's procrastination. If procrastination holds you, if you feel like procrastination is holding you back in life, then there should be no reason you don't go get at least two of these books and do your own homework. Then you really don't want it at all. And it's not that hard. I downloaded one app called Audible, right? I download Audible, Audible, and I buy a book. You can do it right from Amazon. You can do it right from Audible. It's that easy. It is that easy. It's maybe 20 bucks. Maybe. 
that it changed your life. That seems worth it. I felt like the books I've read, I spent way over uh, $700, $800 in the last couple of years on books. But I've made way more money from what I got from them. Way well worth the investment, guys. I've had to look at my R, was it return? R-I-O, my return on investment or R-O-I. <laughs> i had to look at my R-O-I. I have made thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars from beating my procrastination from reading these books. So if you don't have $20 to invest in a book, then you don't really want to get better. And you love being miserable. And you can go be miserable by yourself. Because you're not bringing that here. All right? You're not bringing your miserable ass to a fresh start. So get the hell out. Go on again. I ain't going to say goodbye. I ain't waiting. You mm-hmm, Go. I'll call you a cab. Call you an Uber. Get the hell out of here. If you don't want to invest in yourself for $20. Get out of the library. There you go. It's free. Steal a PDF online. Somebody has it. I don't know. Probably. Here are the books. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what each, each book gave to me. All right. Uh, there's the willpower instinct. 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 Why is that word right there? How weird is it? Instinct. <laughs> what a stupid word. <laughs> the willpower instinct uh, by Kelly McGonigal. Now I'm going to say all these names horribly wrong. Um, by Kelly McGonigal. Um, the willpower instinct is huge on your first moment of wanting to do something and how to maximize your chances of doing it at that moment when you first feel it. And not only that, is attaching emotions to those feelings that you feel at that moment. So let's say you want to get to a gym and you have, I want to get up. And instead of just purely, I want to get up, and it's a lot of that adding the why, and it's why, why does this, how does this make you feel? So if you think about the gym, for me, I think about being healthy, and I think about my future, and I think about future children, future family, I want to be around. That's enough to get me up. It's enough to make me eat healthy. And after a while, man, oh, I look at a double cheeseburger fried chicken, I'm just like, whoa. I, this is my face when I look at fast food now. I haven't had it in so long, and now I think I'm just like, this is just, ugh. So, I mean, your body will naturally fight this stuff off. There's another thing. Your body's a system, man. I'm telling you. Your body will just start doing the work for you. Um, So that's what the Willpower Instinct gave me. I hope you get something different. If you you find it, read it. Let me know what you got from it. That'd be amazing because I'd love to expand my mind on it. Okay, this book was cool, man. This book is called How to Be an Intern. Perfectionist by Stephen Geis. Geese. I had no idea how to say his name. How to be an imperfectionist. I always stalled doing stuff I wanted to do because I wanted to be perfect. Right? I was like, man, I can't do this yet because I don't have this and I don't have that and I don't have this. I would stall and stall until I can't do that. Whatever I want to do at the time has passed because nothing was perfect. It wasn't right. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be right. It has to be done. It can be sloppy as shit. It will get better. It has to be done. It has to be. There's no excuse not to finish something because it's not perfect. There is no perfection. It can always be better. Always. You're going to go back and the best thing you like, you'll love it at the moment, and you go back and I'm like, ah, shit could have been better. <laughs> Everything I've ever done, I'm like, yeah, it could be better. It could be better. Sex could have been better. 
Scripts could have been better. It all could have been better. Um, so how to be an imperfectionist, an imperfectionist is, is, is highly big on your own confidence and being comfortable being wrong. Yo, being wrong isn't bad, bro. Not learning is stupid. That's dumb. Being wrong is cool. Being wrong, everything is an opportunity to learn. Um, this other book called Many Habits by Stephen Geese or Geese, whatever, same author. Many Habits was cool. It's a more of a theory if you try. And this guy talks about his one push-up method and how he told his body, hey, man, you ain't got to do 100 push-ups. Just do one. Just do one, baby. And of course, if you actually get down and do one push-up, you're going to do more. Because starting is the hardest part. Starting is always the hardest part. But the more you start, and the easier it gets. So start once. And like I said, use that willpower as a bullet, as a sniper bullet, and just do one. And you'll always do more than one, because it's what we do. You know, he even goes in there as to say, when you want to go to the gym, and people lay your clothes out, he was like, don't even go to the gym. Just lay your clothes out for the gym. <laughs> it was like, every step is closer. This is the mini habits, the mini goals. Yeah, I mean, it's a really baby spoon feeding way of giving yourself goals to feel accomplished. Uh, but it works. No doubt about that. And like I said, apply, don't read something and don't apply. I will I'll beat your ass if you're just reading some stuff just to be like, that was good. I read it. Just to say you read something. Apply it. Try it. Practice it. Put it in good practice. You're not going to get it right in the first week every day. You're going to fall off. And that's fine. Don't stop trying. Yo, when people, when people lose weight and they gain weight back, that's fine. That's normal. That's the way you, your body works. You get comfortable, whatever. Routines are hard to keep up. You go on vacation. But to not try and to not start again is trash. And that's where people fall off. You, when you stop trying. So work at it. Try it. Fail. Try again. Same. Well, it's the same thing as we've been hearing for 100 years. Fall seven times, get up eight, right? There's no secrets to it. It takes work. No secret. Solve the procrastination puzzle by Timothy Pitchell, PhD. I don't know who else here has PhDs, but Timothy Pitchell wanted to make sure that his PhD is in the book. (laughs) So Timothy Pitchell, PhD. Solving the procrastination puzzle took me three times to read or to listen to anyways, because they do it on Audible. Uh, Because it was a lot of big words and stuff about your brain. And like I told you guys, I'm an idiot. I have no idea what any of this stuff means. So I had to go Google you know how, how much I hate having to Google something when I'm re- listening? I was like, I don't know what this word means, bro. Just break it down like I'm an idiot. But I also respect the fact that you don't talk down to your audience. Got to appreciate that. So I had to step up. Isn't that something? I had to go get educated on some stuff if I wanted to learn about it. And Timothy Pitcher wasn't taking it easy on me. And I appreciate that because I learned some shit. So anytime you can learn something and somebody makes you better, makes you smarter, you got to appreciate that. Solving the procrastination puzzle um, is it's it's more on the reasons of why we procrastinate, why we get stuck on it. And, of course, the same thing, tips and habits on how to get out of it. Um, it was a really insightful book on the psyche of people who procrastinate and the depression that comes with it. And how people will put themselves in a cocoon because they abuse themselves mentally. And I was there. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was abusing myself mentally. It's nuts, man. It's, that's why you got to start right now. Because some of, some of us are already so far down in this hole of uh, 
self-inflicting damage. Um, you you gotta you gotta get out of that. The Power of Habit is a famous book by Charles Duhigg. Uh, the Power of Habit is so many different experiments. Um, science. Uh, what's another word for experiments? I don't know. Test. <laughs> there's there's got to be a smarter word for caucuses. I have no idea. <laughs> there's got to be another word for experiments. But they do a lot of different tests and. Um, there's a word I'm trying to think of that I just I can't figure out what the word is, but we'll say experiments for now, and uh, to see why we do what we do when we procrastinate. What about that's what I got a lot of the information about dopamine, instant gratification, and how to build habits. If you're really looking to build a good habit, the power of habit breaks down what goes in. It, it breaks down our emotions. It breaks down what we tie to it. It breaks down the even to the idea of um, when you're trying to build a habit, what to eat before. It's, it's in depth. You should read The Power of Habit. The Now Habit by Neil Fior, Fior and Jim Lowell. <laughs> I feel so bad because they're like, oh, finally, Chad's giving us some promo. I don't know. Your name is hard. Change your name. Uh <laughs> The now habit, uh, the now habit is really hard to take, and I don't think it's something that you do in the beginning of trying to break habits. I think it's something you do later, um, because the worst thing to tell somebody who procrastinates is to just do it. Like I would have, if I could have just done, I would. I want to be procrastinating. Like I hate hearing that. Just, just got to do it. Like I have a procrastination problem. Just doing it is not is not. It doesn't happen like that. That's <laughs> so stupid. Hey, man, you just got to do it. I Get out of here. Get out of here. I would have done it. It would have been done. We wouldn't have been having this conversation if I could just do it. So the now I have it, I would, I would read after you've um, started really working on building your habits after like a month or so. And man, and let me know. Let me let me know what habits you're building. I really, I really, really want to know what habits you're building, what methods you're taking, what you do. Like, this, like, give me insight on how to make my habit building better. Help me, guys. Don't do this for you. Do this for me. Fix your life for me. Okay, do it for me. So read it now. I have it later, and it's and it's really big on um, some of those same things of jumping on. That feeling right now and what's tied to it and and a lot of really good theories and theses on um, how we react to pressure, what scares us. A lot of procrastination is based in fear. And there's so many reasons, so many reasons why we procrastinate. Um, so it's a good read. Um, and The Full Power of Engagement by Tony Schertz. It's not salts, shirts, maybe. I I don't know. The Full Power of Engagement for the book is called. And uh, that's the book that really talks about um, rest and how important it is to recharge. In that same day, and, and how the bigger the task, the bigger the rest. So if you're doing like a project that takes months and months and months and you need that long vacation, go get that vacation, bro. Go get that vacation, sis. Go get that vacation and enjoy. And then once you vacate, vacate. Don't pick up work when you're on vacation. Va- enjoy. 
You got to enjoy. I take daily vacations. Told you guys, I'll play video games for an hour. I'll be working on something. I'll go play video games. I'll go watch uh, cartoons. I'll go right back to zero. I will go watch the dumbest action movie. I will go watch whatever. Just turn my brain off for a while and just let it recharge and go eat something. Nutritionist, nutritional, that helps you manage your energy later. All right. That give you guys enough information on procrastination and how I slowly slow. And, I, and look, I still battle. I feel like procrastination is one of those things when you've been like, uh, like, uh, like sober for sixty months. Like, it's like <laughs> people been sober for ten years. It's it's never going to go away. It's always there. It's always tempting, and you have to do whatever you can to set yourself up to be successful. Your environment has to be dope. You have to you have to have a setup where it's a focused space. There there was a there's this book, Laser Sharp Focus, which I should have brought in here. Uh, Laser Sharp Focus. I can't remember the lady's name who wrote it. Um, her book was... I was going to get it wrong anyways. Right? <laughs> Not that it mattered. Uh, Laser Sharp Focus. I thought that book was so boring because uh, I just couldn't get into what she was saying until she talked about your environment. And it's so many different aspects of your environment that affect your focus and that affect our procrastination. You know, imagine you're a musician and you have your guitar and you want to go practice somewhere and imagine that you're trying to practice playing your guitar uh, in the middle of a parade. And you can't hear shit. You can't hear yourself. Uh, It's a lot of distractions. And your phone is a parade. (laughs) Kids are a parade. Uh, friends, coworkers, all parades. We're surrounded by parades all the time. And you need a focused, quiet space. So when I first read that, she really was big on because I used to write on my bed, right? I write on my bed and be fall as falling asleep, trying to get a script done and be knocked out. I'm like, oh, okay, and <laughs> be out, gone. <laughs> Wake up, drool on my laptop, gotta get a new laptop and shit. <laughs> it was like it's, just, it's trash. And then she was like, if you need a workspace, go get a desk or rent an office. And I bought a desk and you wouldn't believe how much my efficiency writing improved because I had a place to work. that was going to sit up and be awake. And I bought a bigger desk since then to get more done, which I call the bunker. I go in my bunker. I don't like being bothered. If I'm in my bunker, my headphones are on because I don't want to be distracted. My phone is face down. I am working. I am working. If I'm in the bunker. Do not, it has to be important. And I will, and I'm pretty bad on being irritated easily. <laughs> if I'm in the bunker and I'm working and you interrupt me, knowing damn well I'm in the bunker? Oh, you catching some attitude. I'm like, yo, what? You don't see me in the bunker right now? You don't see me in the bunker. That's like if somebody's rapping a verse, you just go right into it. <laughs> if somebody's spitting a hot verse or singing on a song and you just open the booth like, hey, man, that shit's fire. You're like, what are you doing? I'm, in the, I'm doing this right now. Get the hell out of here. Oh, sorry. I was just trying to give you a compliment. Like, get out. Get out. Get out of here. Um, there's also something I want you to research called the flow state, which is a, a pretty much the flow state. Just It's just another word for when you're most focused. Um, do your own research. I'm not doing this shit for you. Do your own research. Research the flow state, how to get in the flow state. It's a, it's a point in your, life, in your moment of your day where you're the most focused. 
And usually everybody has a specific time when they're the most focused. And usually you can kind of build your own time when you're the most focused. And depending on what you do. And don't don't do a bunch of shit where you set up your life. I hate th- I hate this like I got to get my coffee and I got to go get my almonds, uh 13 exactly, and I have to go get this mat like <laughs> sit down and do some shit. Okay? One one routine at a time. You don't and that's that's the whole idea of that imperfectionist. That everything has to be perfect to be just right. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be just right. It's got to be done. All right? If this was helpful, let me know. If I just talk too much because I like hearing the sound of my voice, I do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I hope this helps. It, all these books and this research, it changed my entire life. I'm so much closer to my goals. I wouldn't have been writing on a TV show and getting closer to my goals if it wasn't to battle, wasn't for these books battling procrastination. So do yourself a favor. Read practice let's let's rehash let's rehash what we what we talked about your why it's got to be legit your habits building a habit one thing at a time using willpower as a bullet as a sniper bullet not a shotgun to attack one thing at a time that's going to improve your life managing your energy what you eat when you eat make sure it's the right stuff you're putting in your body go see a nutritionist they're going to tell you exactly what you need to hear, the, the, the right thing that you need. Um, get yourself a daily routine where you can be so efficient before everything goes to chaos. Meditation, um, resting and recharging. Resting and recharging. That was a lot. I talked for a long time. Sorry about the technical difficulties in the middle. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, and let me know what you guys think. Thank you.